With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hello and welcome to seven things to know about Kanban. Number one, Kanban is less prescriptive than other agile approaches. It is also less disruptive. Project teams can begin applying the Kanban method with relative ease and progress towards other agile approaches if needed. It's incredibly flexible. If you wanted to start Kanban, you could start right away. How is Kanban practiced? Kanban is centered around the Kanban board, which we will be learning about. Here's a simple version of a Kanban board. It has items that we plan to do, items that we are currently doing, and items that are done. I use a Kanban board for my personal work. I used a Kanban board to write 12 books. The Kanban board gives you a visual reminder of what needs to be done, and it encourages you to move along. Number two, Kanban is a Japanese term. It's derived from roots that translate to visual board. Kanban's focus is to optimize the throughput of work by visualizing the flow of work through the process, limiting work in progress, and explicitly identifying policies for the flow of work. Kanban has distinct differences from other popular Agile methodologies, primarily the fact that it's not based on time-boxed iterations like Scrum, but rather allows for continuous prioritization and delivery of work. Number three, Kanban is from Toyota. It's derived from Toyota's lean production system. As I said, it's a Japanese word, and Kanban focuses on limiting whip. You often hear that term quite a lot. Limit your whip. What do we mean by limit your whip? Well, in order for work to flow effectively through the process, we must limit our work in progress. This is founded predominantly on a law known as Little's Law. Little's Law states that the long-term average number of customers in a stable system L, is equal to the long-term average effective arrival rate, lambda, multiplied by the average time a customer spends in the system, W. L, average number of items, WIP, lambda, the average number of items arriving at the system per unit of time, we call that throughput, and W is the average waiting time an item spends in a queuing system, lead time. The formula is WIP equals throughput times lead time, or WIP divided by throughput equals lead time. Therefore, 
If you want to increase throughput, limit whip, speed up the process, reduce lead time. If that's what you want to do, then limit whip. There is a 30-plus minute video on YouTube where I explain Little's Law. I advise you to look into it. But let's take a look at a bare bones example. John owns a small coffee shop. He wants to know the average number of customers queuing in his coffee shop to decide whether he needs to add more space to accommodate more customers. Currently, his queuing area can accommodate no more than eight people. John has measured that on average, 40 customers arrive his coffee shop every hour. He's also determined that on average, a customer spends around six minutes in his store or 0.1 hours. What is the average number of customers queuing in his coffee shop? Given these inputs, John can find the average number of customers queuing in his coffee shop by applying little slow. Throughput equals whip divided by lead time, or we could say lambda equals L divided by W. So L is a number in the queuing system. That's equal to lead time times throughput. So if we apply the formula, we have the average number of items whip in the queuing system is equal to 40, which is your throughput times your lead time of 0.1. And that gives us four customers. Now, this is not needed for your exam if you're preparing for the PMP exam or even the ACP exam. But if you wanted to know a little bit more, go watch my 30-minute video where I cover this in great detail. The summary is, in order to maximize your output, limit your whip. Moving on to number four, Kanban has defining principles. These are talked about on page 104 in the Agile Practice Guide. Start with the current state. Two, agree to pursue incremental evolutionary change. Three, respect the current process, roles, responsibilities, and titles. And four, encourage acts of leadership at all levels. Number five, Kanban has core properties. Visualize the workflow and limit your work in progress. Manage the flow. Make process policies explicit. Implement feedback loops and improve collaboratively. Moving on to number six. The Kanban board is a fixture in many Agile frameworks. As you can see in this Kanban board, states have been further split into doing and done. There are many different types of Kanban boards, but unlike a task board, the Kanban board is not reset at the beginning of each iteration. Its columns represent the different processing states of a unit of value, which is generally but not necessarily equated with a user story. Each column may have associated with it a work in progress limit. And the work in progress limit are those numbers at the top, three, five, three. Those are our limits. The priority is to clear current work in progress and team members will swarm to help those working 
on the item blocking the flow of the work. You might hear the term Kanban method. We could define this as an approach to continuous improvement that relies on visualizing the current system of work, scheduling, managing flow as the primary measure of performance, and whole system optimization. As a process improvement approach, it does not prescribe any particular practices. Agile teams employing a Kanban method may de-emphasize the use of iterations, effort estimates, and velocity as a primary measure of progress, rely on measures of lead time or cycle time instead of velocity, and replace the task board with a Kanban board. Kanban seeks to alleviate the bottlenecks in waterfall development by limiting width, by limiting in-progress work in order to efficiently and effectively design and deliver products to customers. Limiting whip prevents a team from committing to too much. Since new work should not be started until the current work has been completed, bottlenecks blocking the completion of work should become more visible in the process. There's a term that we often use to describe what we do in our heads. We stop starting and we start finishing. This framework focuses on the flow of work and was inspired by lean manufacturing. Kanban is still used in manufacturing as well as other applications. And this section focuses on Kanban for software development. This is from the GAO Agile Guide. I highly recommend Googling GAO Agile and you can find the long document where a lot of this presentation is from. Last but not least, There are no described roles in Kanban, which comes as a surprise to many people because we're used to seeing configurations like 353, three roles, five ceremonies, three artifacts in the world of Scrum, and other frameworks have similar roles. But in this, there are no prescribed roles. This allows for maximum team flexibility so that members can work on each other's artifacts easily. Teams use a Kanban board to keep track of their work which can be either physical or virtual. A Kanban board maintains a clear visual representation of the work through various stages of development. An example of a typical Kanban board is again shown here. This is from the GAO Agile Guide. Highly recommend you reading up. So in summary, visualize what you do today, limit the amount of work in progress, and focus on flow, backlog prioritization. These Kanban principles are intended to be responsive to change that often occurs during a demonstration. Having a short cycle time helps ensure that customers provide feedback to the team on a regular basis, resulting in delivery of desired software features faster than traditional methods. In addition, Kanban promotes having user stories that are all similar in size in order to limit in-process work so that it is both manageable and predictable. Thank you very much for joining me today. I wish you all the very best. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share with your friends. All the best. Bye for now. Did I hear someone say, I need a coach for the PMP exam or project management? Hey, if that's you, go on down to pmanonymous.com. I'm accepting new students. Let's knock this exam out and let's get your career straight. See you there.